Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hi, this is Bob Miller of the Los Angeles Kings. You're listening to King's Realm Podcast. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the King's Realm, presented by Guys in Short Sports. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at King's Realm Pod. Well, we're officially taking on the Vegas Golden Knights in the first round of the playoffs. James is pouring his whiskey, so we're ready to go. We finished the season two points shy of James' bold prediction of 100 points. I think it's pretty, pretty close. Good. Pretty good, James. I actually said the first to do it, but who could have called the Vegas Knights? Nobody. I think every analyst said 70 and less. I think, Including us. I think uh, 100% of the analysts got it wrong. And we are definitely analysts. Or anal. Anals. You can't yeah, spell analysts without anal, so. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> True story. James brought the lube. We went 1-1 one one last week by getting wild in Minnesota and then falling to the stars. Anyway, I am Dennis Wilson. That is James Whitlock. Lord Stanley. I know him. <laughs> Jordan Ekman. Shotgun for Brownie. And Michael Dimity. Ooh, my playoff beard is looking sweet. I like it. I like it. Uh, All you guys can kind of grow beards. Yeah. I'm kind of working on stubble, right? (laughs) Waiting for a playoff stubble to be fashionable. You got like a Patrick Line going right now. So do you? Not even that. (laughs) I can't even do a Line. Do you trim it that way or does it just grow in white trash like that? Oh. Pure trailer. <laughs> oh no, you've got like a Crosby slash brownie. Oh, yeah, going. it's more of a brownie thing. Yeah, going. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? Dirt reference. I got it. Thank I got you, Jordan. It, Dennis. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Hey, I like you know pairing up with brownie would be good. That's my playoff jersey. So <laughs> I guess go. it'll look official. Nice. I'm in character. So should we? Should we even go over last week? Nope. Nope. We're in the playoffs. That's all that matters. Let me do it for you. Win loss. Moving on. Mm. Brownie well, got four goals. <laughs> Brownie got four goals, and then we allowed a natural hat trick in the first period. But. In the first period <laughs> to Ben on the stars. <sighs> but you know what? At least Michael was happy. <laughs> Dick, party of James. Dick, party of James. Your Former table's not ready. Dick, party of James. <laughs> stars employee, Michael. <laughs> he hated it there, all right? No, he loved it until... Shit went south <laughs> until a new <laughs> until a new owner came in and said, "Yeah, I don't know any of you guys." Uh, in the same year, get that, your shit and get out. In the same year that the Kings won the cup. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had to leave so that the Kings would win. Ultimate sacrifice. You're welcome. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, Michael. Yeah, yeah. you're welcome. End, he was still running the flag at the airport when the cup touched the ground. So, all right. All no, right. Uh, not when the cup touched the ground. 
when we won the Western Conference. Oh, okay. Well, it's fucking it's even yeah, semantics. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get right into it. How about that question we got today? Ooh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Captain Kopitar Eleven uh, says, "What is going to be the biggest key for the Kings to contain Vegas and their strong offense, or as the Canadians would say, offense?" That just means they're. Yeah. <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> so I did a little research. Funny enough, that's actually weird. broke out the computer. I know. Wow. <laughs> you actually have a laptop in front of you. Can we also point out that he has the uh, webcam covered because he is a conspiracy theorist? <laughs> hey, Mark Zuckerberg covers his webcam. Absolutely. And Mike. Ooh. Just so you know. Who's Mike? Hi, Mike. No. Oh. The camera and the mic. Oh. On his laptop. Got it. Yeah, I haven't gotten as far as Mike, but. Okay. Here we go. So. If you look at stats, uh, two things for you. Goals against Kings allow 2.46, right? First in the NHL. Jennings. And the Golden Knights are eighth with 274. So a little bit of a difference, a quarter of a point difference. But then we go to goals four and we look at the Kings with 2.89 and the Golden Knights with three and a quarter goals. Okay, so... The king, the Golden Knights are scoring more, and the Kings are allowing less. Yeah, but I, I will give you one stat. I don't have it exactly because I don't have it in front of me because I'm not as prepared as you for once. It's not in his notes. Um, exactly. Thank you. With Jeff Carter in the lineup, I believe our goals per game jumps up to three point one five. Well, with that being Ooh. said, we're only about a fifteenth of a point behind. Yeah, and which is huge. So now let's take that number three and a quarter goals per game for the Golden Knights over the over the course of the season. Now we take the course of the four games that they played the Kings. Four, not five, not five. Okay, got it. Glad you got it. I'm and um, never gonna live that down. <laughs> nope, nope. Well, at I, least until we, and I don't deserve to, till the end of this round. New Year's, New Year. Okay. So we look at it. Golden Knights um, respectively scored four goals, three goals, two goals, one goal. Right, first game, and taking into account that nobody had any any uh, kind of uh, stats or anything on how the Golden Knights would play this season. It's their first season, so how could you know how this team is going to play? So everybody's first game, we talked about it. Everybody's first game was going to be this kind of shock in playing this new team. You've got no way to um, to get any uh, scouting on them. Shock and awe. So yeah, so we we lost that game four two. Then the next game we go in in February. 3-2 overtime loss. So we went into overtime 2-2. So we matched up right there. So I, I think at that point, we've already kind of started to figure out how to play their offense and, and keep them, you know, we cut the goals in half. Uh, the next game, um, we win overtime. We go in 2-2 again to overtime. We win. And then the last game, we basically flipped what happened to us in the beginning and win 4-1. So you have to kind of look at that and say, have the Kings kind of already figured out that offense and said, wait, so do we, we scored one goal in the first game, two in the second game, three in the third, four in the fourth. We scored two, two, three, four. Okay. Two, two, three, four. Okay. I think we have to go to back, go back to what Dowdy said. I think it was after the second game um, that we lost. He said, there's no way that the Knights are a better team than the Kings at the end of the season. Even though they won the series between the Kings. <laughs> oh, they didn't because awkward. Their Twitter guy doesn't know how points work. Well, and that, and once again, it's going to be those small subtleties that they don't have experience with. I think it's 
going to play into uh, how they play the playoffs. <laughs> you think their Twitter guy is, is going to translate it into how their players are going to play? <laughs> it's, a, it's a metaphor. Okay. Well, their Twitter guy thought, Perfect. thought they were going to go 5-0 and against us. No, that was, oh wait, that was our Twitter guy. That was our Twitter guy. No, but uh, eighty-two games is a lot to look at. All right, I just kind of <laughs> sent it out. Hey, there. James thought it was six, so <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You did think it was six. Well, I kind of went off that we play everybody six games until <laughs> until this year. What so is what is it? Ninety-two. Vegas just screwed everything up. I, I really feel like if we're gonna win this series, which I firmly believe we are. So um, then, why did you say if? Because it's playoffs. Everything is an if. Playoffs? playoffs. Because it's a cup. Um, I really believe that if Jonathan Quick plays as the Jonathan Quick that we all know and love, I really don't think Vegas has a a chance, especially if we get two goals. If we we have a two-goal lead going into a third period, we're not losing that game. It's not going to happen. But I I feel like the key to this series is going to be goaltending. Goaltending is the biggest factor in this series, because you have two elite goaltenders, you have Mark Andre Fleury with two and a half cups, and you have <laughs> Jonathan Quick with two I Stanley Cups. You, I see what you did there. Uh, did on, Mark Andre Fleury did he never got a Conn Smythe? Right? They always just give it to Crosby because Bettman loves him. Uh, That's correct, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. So Jonathan Quick, he's got a Conn Smythe. He's proven that he is an MVP when it comes to also a Conn Smith. <laughs> Shout out to Caitlin um, and a Jennings this year, and he's got a Jennings. So. I mean, Quick right now Time going steal. to the playoffs is is at the top of his game. He's he's focused, and you've got Kopi with a career high in points. If Kopi having Carter back, Doughty, I mean, let's hope we get Muzzin back in the lineup for game one. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah, I Excuse said me? it. I, we need Muzzin. We said, need him. For the record, this is Michael Timoney talking. And, and he said it last week, too. Hopefully, we, we do get him back. Is, yeah. Two weeks in a row. And and uh, another big key is the fact that I follow is confirmed good to go for game one. And that is a huge, huge factor for us because that now puts our top line back together again. Per well, sources. And you take it you take it even further. It, that Putting the top line together gets everybody else into position on the other line. So I, I think getting I follow is a huge the chemistry, uh, the chemistry is officially back for every line. Absolutely, and you, you know, and I really hope that seventies line. I really, really hope that it just something turns and during that first game, and they go back to you know how they started a couple of seasons back, where they just. I, I also don't hate Reader playing with Jeff Carter. I don't hate it either, but I, I, I feel like they might have. I feel like he might lose an edge and take out Andre Fleury. <laughs> <laughs> Air quotes? Yeah. Lose an edge? Yeah. yeah. Lose an edge? The we're, guy does we're it one time. We're not on Instagram Live this week, but there are air quotes going on. Yeah. The I guy like how you looked at where the camera was I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Dennis, what, what, are you, what are you feeling? Uh, I think it's it's simple, but also hard to pull off. I think it's the four check. If we get the four check going to kill their transition game, that's going to be the biggest key, I think. I think goaltending is also a huge one, but... Mm-hmm. Killing their transition game because that's how they've scored most of their goals this season is by getting it up the ice very quickly and getting through the neutral zone quickly. So if we can kill that, what are they going to do? I mean, exactly. they, they, they can't really do much else. No. Nope. So. So. So you're saying Ayafalo? That's going to be oh yeah, big huge. to your to what you're feeling. Yeah, he's one of the best four checkers we have. Guys like Lewis, Kopitar, Carter. 
I mean, you reader you think, readers huge on a four check. Readers 100%. good on good on a four check. And so I, I heard other people breaking this down. It's like when you look at the center depth of the knights versus center depth of the kings. It's like what a Carlson and the top scoring lines like Marshall and James Neal do against Jeff Carter and Andre Kopitar. They they didn't do much. No. So I think that our center depth is going to kill their offense more than maybe most other teams will. Because we have two of the best, you know, yeah. top two centers that Definitely. are two-way centers. So I, I I agree with a lot of what people are saying there. And I've read a ton about like, you know, ESPN, CBS Sports, you know, uh, there's all, you go down the list. Everybody's picking the Knights to come out of this yeah. by a landslide. Oh, and it's like 78 to 22. Idiots. Yeah. Like a landslide. But I feel like they're they're picking them based off of what what's happened in Vegas. Like they are solely. writing, yeah. they are writing. I mean, honestly, if Vegas somehow wins the cup, I mean, there's gonna be a movie that comes out of it because <laughs> the script has been written from, you know, that horrible tragedy that unfortunately struck in Vegas. Yeah. But they've carried that momentum for 82 games. Well, here's, here's a, who's it? Uh, I've never seen more buy-in from the media. On on something oh in sports God. like like the Vegas Golden Knights and Definitely. and everybody is sucking on the teat right now. It took half a season for that to happen, though. No, well, I think it did. I think people I, were no, people like people in the first month were in awe at the first ten games. Yeah, and they're like, but at, at the same time, everybody gonna said it's going to flip. It's going to flip. Yeah, something's going to happen, and it's, they're going to come down to earth, and they never did. All right, Jordan. So, uh, what what do you think? What's the key here? On top of Dowdy calling it that we're already the better team. Um, I think we just need to get down and play Kings hockey. It's kind of on what Dennis said, a really tight four check. We just need to play a really tight game. Don't let them use their speed against us. Um, we can play the speed game too, though. I mean, we, we, yeah. we've, we've got people like Kempe. We've got people like Ryder. Um, Reader. Or Reader. Or Reader. Yeah, whatever. I just keep thinking Ryder die whenever I say his name. So, <laughs> Did your pun that didn't work out? Yeah, it, it didn't work out well at all. Um <laughs> You know, and obviously Carter as well too. I, I I just think that we need to play a tight game, and I think we need to not get upset by people like Reeves. I think that's the thing, though. I think that would be a key, a big key for us if we can get under Reeves' skin. Oh, absolutely, because he's going to take at least in a game three penalties. At, oh, just, at just minimum, the last 100%. game we played because yeah. he had like what all of their penalties the last game. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and the Kings capitalized on that and and won the game. And so, and, and what's funny to me is everybody picking the Golden Knights. You also have to look at how many players on the on the Golden Knights have actually played in the playoffs. I mean, like ninety percent of the games come from Mark Andre Fleury. Some of them have played playoff games. <laughs> yeah, some. But yeah. James but then, Neal had a long run. <clears throat> yeah, James Neal had a long run. Brad McNabb had a series. So what? Five games. But he's used to losing. So, <laughs> so here's here's the thing. You look at the Kings lineup. You know, basically our our first line minus I follow. Most of them, most of them have played in the playoffs. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's. I mean, we got plenty of inexperience on sure. there, but to to match up with like the actual number of games of experience and actual like winning cups. I mean, they have Flurry. He won two, two and, and a half. half. Yeah, three <laughs> if you want to be legitimate, but he didn't actually play in that third one. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean Martin that, Jones won two Stanley Cups, but did he do anything? Yeah, right. Did um he did high five so. <laughs> Who has anybody else on that team won a cup? For us on Vegas. On Vegas, I'm sure 
someone's i don't know you should ask that fan who's been a fan for a couple years <laughs> <laughs> like we talk about oh ryan reese can't get under the skin of the the kings or like rattle dowdy or anybody like that which i don't think is going to happen the thing about Reeves is like it is so easy to get under Reeves' skin oh, for by sure. not letting him get under your skin. Yep. If he can't be that agitator, he gets so pissed off and starts mm-hmm. making dumb moves and taking penalties. And that's, the, I think, going to be the biggest key to neutralizing that guy. Definitely. Is to just not let him get to you, which I, I think the Kings are very good at in the playoffs. I think the only, the only two guys that are going to get under the skin of anybody is going to be uh, official number one and official number two. And <laughs> that that's, you know, that's the only way that something's going to happen. And, you know, I think we saw this towards the end of the season. We need to stop the dump and chase hockey. Cause yeah. that, that's, that's not going to help us whatsoever. We, we tend to go to that when we struggle in the neutral zone. Yeah. Well, so, that's again, you know, and that leads into like the four check and the, all of that, good four you know, check what you were talking eliminates about. Eliminates the dump and chase when you have a good four check. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I honestly, like, I'm not saying it cause I'm a Kings fan. I, I, I truly believe that the Kings are going to win this series. What scares me about Vegas is just the, the support this team has because of that tragedy. It's and true. that can, that can motivate a team and that can, you know, I mean, you see it in playoffs all the time when it, when a home team has a fan base that is just absolutely nuts. Like they are in Nashville. Yeah. That goes a long way. That truly helps a team and motivates a team. Absolutely. Tell that to Edmonton. Boop. I don't think Edmonton fans are anything like what they what? got in Nashville. Have what? you like heard like Nashville games? Have you games? seen an Edmonton game? Yeah. It's all orange. Everybody so comes everybody's in a jersey. there. It doesn't matter if everybody's in a jersey. Have you heard a Nashville game compared to an Edmonton game? Oh no, they they have flyers that they pass out like before playoff games that have the chance yeah. and like when to do them. Nashville fans are insane. They like yeah. they are absolutely insane. I will say insane. they aren't, but Edmonton. Nashville fans mail dead catfish to the NHL offices <laughs> when they do not agree with a call. <laughs> Which, on that note, Nashville fans, you guys are completely wacko if you feel like that was not goaltender interference. You completely yeah. turned yeah. the goalie. <laughs> yeah. Plain that was, sight. That was 100% hey, goaltender interference. They made us feel better about the complaints we made. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We at least had a legitimate... We sound like we know what we're talking about. <laughs> and we didn't send a dead catfish to the offices. <laughs> yeah. No, we, and I'm not saying I'm not saying compare Edmonton to Nashville. I'm just saying just because you got a strong fan base, which I you know I left because I go back to Edmonton versus Anaheim, and you look at the difference when they travel back and forth. Oh yeah, and it was night and day. Um, but well, you know, Anaheim you, doesn't travel well at all. No, it's Anaheim, Anaheim doesn't travel to yeah. Honda Center. Yeah, I was going to say Anaheim doesn't even travel for home games. <laughs> well, you okay? So that's a, that's the a good only comparison, reason though. there was orange in the in the stadium is because they paint their seats orange. Yeah, but to be fair, <laughs> if there was a game in Glamis, they would be they'd be sold you, out. Oh, what's up, bro? Jordan, <laughs> I said stadium for you. Thanks, I appreciate that, pal. <laughs> I think that was a slip you're trying to cover up. Okay, but the, it is actually a kind of a good comparison. <laughs> <Cut> that out. <laughs> it is kind of a good comparison because. Anaheim doesn't travel well. When we go and play there, it's mostly Kings fans in that building. When yep. Vancouver comes down, they buzz people in. Like it's it's crazy. Like that there's always a huge presence from other 
That's teams because in it's that cheaper to go to a game here exactly. in California than it is in Canada. Okay, but the, the Knights now have their what do they call it like the Knights Vow or something like that, where they I was are gonna talk about this. basically yeah. have said like you can't sell your tickets to another team's fans. So a base, yeah, and if you try and buy, if we were to try and buy tickets to a playoff game, we put in our California address, they will not sell them to us. There's a shit ton of tickets on StubHub. They will. No, they you, do. You starting, can buy them through StubHub. Starting at hundred and eighty dollars for nosebleeds. Not through Vegas. No. So here's the deal. So what they did, you actually had to sign a contract with the Vegas Golden Knights when you bought your season seats. And it says that the playoff tickets, your the base price for the the back row of, of the top section is gonna be one twenty, like your ticket, let's say price is a hundred dollars, your playoff ticket's hundred and twenty five, right? If you sign this contract. If you don't, you're gonna pay one seventy five per ticket. So they're gonna increase your price if you don't sign this agreement. And then they're gonna they strictly said we're gonna monitor your tickets, and if you if you sign the deal and and uh, don't abide by it, you will no longer buy tickets here. So you're saying that? So the, they're the first team in the league to actually enforce this. So you're saying the, the, the other teams have done abide. it? Other they haven't have officially it. had a signed contract. Basically, what I'm hearing from this is that Vegas is terrified that the Kings are going to take over Las Vegas. No, that's exactly what and, it is, and rightfully so, since we are. I guess you can say we're the original team to bring hockey to Vegas. Every year we had Frozen Fury and circa 1992, baby. Honestly, I feel like the reason why the Vegas Golden Knights exist is because we've shown how successful hockey can be in Vegas. Because, you know, the minute Frozen Fury shows up on all the boards at, at, at Vegas, people are buying their tickets and it's always a playoff atmosphere. So, I mean, Vegas is smart to do it, but. I don't think it's going to work out in their favor. Regardless, and Kings fans are going to get there. Quite frankly, it wasn't because of the Kings. Like They literally said, we are going to maximize our home ice advantage when we get it. Yeah. Which, which is smart, but you're just showing that you're scared. There's so many reasons why it doesn't work, though. Like If you live in California, but you're a Vegas fan, or if you live in anywhere else and you're not from Nevada or Vegas, and you can't buy a ticket to a home game without going to StubHub, that's not going to work very long. Yeah, that well, that's just that's, and I don't know about buying directly from their their you, box you office. You can't. I was listening to Cohen's podcast, and they were talking about it. you. Literally, if you try and buy it from the Knights website, you cannot buy it unless you have a Vegas zip code. I'm gonna try it right now, no, dude. You, I'd love to see that. If if it's not true, like that's crazy. And if it's not true, then you'll hear it here first, folks. Exactly. And that means get online and buy your tickets. Go to the playoffs in Vegas. It's probably more expensive to go there, though. They are just cranking well, the prices up. From what I've been told, it's like being at a Vegas show there. It's just there is so James much going there. on. Oh, that's right. Yeah, James, you went. Is it like it's like a Vegas show, right? Just so much going on all at once. It's nuts. there's a ton of energy, and and when and I went to the first game, so. It did not turn out well, like right away. So, getting getting energy out of the Kings fans, the, and there was a decent amount there, but um, it was definitely overshadowed by their by their uh, fans. Yeah, and their pageantry. Yeah, I just you know my only hope is that for the Kings fans that that go, just right, you Jordan. know, remember if you know the Kings get down by two goals, remember we're a third period team. We've come back from being down four goals. Just believe. Oh, yeah. Don't give up. Keep being rowdy. Well, Keep that's another, going crazy. That's another key is not giving up that first goal, not giving up two goals in the first period and not scoring your own. 
Yeah, exactly. I honestly don't see the Kings coming out flat in the first period in the playoffs. But I hope not, man. It's, we've been waiting for that to happen all season. And so hopefully the playoff season, they, they can correct that. All right, so who is everyone's one player that they're looking to improve or show up in the playoffs? Like who's going to be like just that silent killer out like there? Like who's going to be that like Marion well, Gabrick? We talked about this a little bit last week. Yeah. Like who's our one guy that we, we think is going to show up? So you want to see like the most improved? Is that what you're looking for? You're just looking for that unsung hero in the playoffs pretty much, right? Kind of, yeah. So take out the top two lines. So you're basically looking at a third line or fourth liner that's going to step up. Pretty much. Or defense. Or, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to change mine. I think you were the one that said it last week. I'm going to say Phaneuf. Yeah. I really, really believe just based off of how we got him, the fact that he had a no trade clause. And when he heard LA wanted him, he was like, hell yeah, sign me up. I'm there. So I love that. I've never seen a guy smile so much during a oh my god a trade interview. He was yeah. so happy <laughs> with the media of the team that he's leaving. He I've never seen a guy smile so much. So he's he's beyond excited because he's now back in the playoffs. He's got a, a legitimate legitimate chance. Yeah, yeah, he's got a shot at a Stanley Cup, and this guy is gonna be like he's gonna be like a Matt Green. He's gonna do whatever he's got to do. To get a win. If that means taking a puck off the face to save a goal, he's going to do it because he wants his name on the cup. And he knows he he hasn't had a greater shot than this one right now to win a cup. Yeah. And no, he's going to oh, take sure. full 100%. advantage of it. Yeah. No, that's why I picked him last yeah, week. I, yeah. It's like I he, I wasn't even thinking of him last week until you said it. And I was like, oh my God. I want to go last because I have two guys. I want to see if somebody else picked. What okay. do you got, Jordan? Jordan? I've got a bit of something that's a little off the wall. Okay. It's not a player. It's the equipment staff? If you, yes. You, you say, Is it a stage manager? Are you Bailey? No. I, I was going to say <laughs> stage manager Michael Timoney. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm no, in, baby. I'm no, no, in. No. So we're, we're talking about playoff experience and lack thereof of the Vegas Golden Knights and how much experience that we have. You want to know who else has experience? John Stevens. He does. He's coached on two Stanley Cup winning teams. Yep. He knows exactly what it takes to win in the playoffs. He took a team to the Eastern Conference Finals. He also knows what it takes to lose in the playoffs as well, too. So what not to do Uh against the Sharks and against, you know, Western Conference Finals in 2013. And I, I think his experience... With the playoffs and with the Stanley Cup. It's a good choice. I think he is I like it. an X Factor. Yeah, I, I, like it. I like it. James? Um, I like Phaneuf for a choice. Uh, not just for the reasons that you stated, but he knows how to play against players and he knows how to just kind of get get under the skin. Every every team needs that when you're when you're going to into the grind of the playoffs. So you know the Kesslers of the world and the McFuglins. Um, <laughs> Bless you. Always <laughs> by Fuglian. By Fuglian, um, always uh, play a play a big part in the playoffs. Where you know it, it's good in a game, but that's sixty minutes. Now you extrapolate that over five six games, and it, it's uh, exponentially effective against other teams. And if they don't know how to deal with that, and and they don't then I think there's a huge advantage in that. So look at, you know, like we were talking about earlier, look at the defense playing a big factor 
in how the Kings play this game. I think you're going to see a more poised team on the ice. I think you're going to see a lot more focused team because the Kings know how to play playoff hockey. Okay, so, so you're are you picking FNUF then? I like FNUF, yeah. Okay. And and my my honorable mention, because you know, Ben does it, so I'm gonna do it too. <laughs> honorable mention is I have follow. Putting him back on that on that front line and and letting him fight the fight. My my puck magnet is uh he's gonna pull out those pucks, he's gonna keep that four check going, and he's gonna he's gonna put the puck like like we said before, he he goes into a, a puck battle with two guys. He breaks out, passes the center, and gets and gets at least a, a, an opportunity for a goal almost every time. Yep, it, it's fascinating to watch a rookie play like this. Yeah, Dennis. All right, so I have two. I have a, a forward and a defenseman. Can I guess your forward? Yeah, Kempe. Lewis. No. It's I follow. Nope. Clifford. It's Reader. Oh yeah. That's a good one. He's fast. He he gets in the dirty areas, and I think he can create a lot of opportunities for his line mates. And putting him with Carter, if they wind up doing that, I think it's going to generate a lot. I really think that's going to happen. So I like Reader, and then if I have to pick a defenseman, it's going to be Fullen. Ooh, nice. Because he has just been proven himself lately. He's proven to be very smart offensively, and he's been solid defensively. So I think... Those two guys could be huge for us if they come through. You know what's nice about Fallen is you don't hear about him on the defensive end, and you hear about him on the offensive end. Yeah, if you don't hear him on the defensive end, which is a perfect exactly way what you to want. be a defenseman. Yeah. yeah, you want him being that solid defensive guy that you're not complaining about, and then also he makes the smart passes. He makes those long bomb passes really mm-hmm. well. So I think he could be a guy that that really comes through for us. And guys, I got to tell you, watching. What we've seen all year and just the in and outs of of Kings hockey this year um, and putting that aside and really I am pumped like it's, you know, like it's 2014 about yeah. Kings playoff hockey. Like this is this is the legitimate chance. And, and this is where I, I'm laughing. I listened to I had to go to San Diego, come back. I've been driving all day. So NHL.com on Sirius <laughs> or NHL radio on Sirius. Um, and everybody's saying, you know, well, the Kings, uh, you know, the Kings got a chance. I mean, they got more experience, but I mean, the Golden Knights. Oh, oh everybody. Oh, yeah, Golden Knights. Yeah. You know, and, and just watching them. Sounds messy. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be in that studio. <laughs> but they just would just talk all about, and, and of course, they didn't give West Coast hockey hardly any time. <laughs> they talked about the Golden Knights for 30 seconds. All they, yeah, and all they did was want to talk about the Nashville matchup and the Penguins matchup, and that's all they want to talk about. Because that's um, who they think is making it to the, right, yeah. the cup. So um, so when they did get to the Kings, it was just it was funny to hear that you know nobody's really breaking this down. There was a few analysts on NHL, uh, the NHL network, that were talking about the Kings and saying- Barry Melrose? Don't analysts. know. <laughs> no, they're, they're like, hey, listen, the Kings are that team that nobody's talking about. And it's been quiet, but they're a team you better watch to go far. Just like so, 2012. Ju- so what you're saying, the whole quiet thing, that I also believe is a huge, huge factor for this team. There is no longer any kind of distraction that's happening you know, with players in the past. Hoopla, if you will. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there, there's no more of this, oh, 
Ooh, Brown, how do you feel about Kobotar being the captain? Ooh, like there, there's none of that. That's all nope. that's all gone. Players from the past, that's all done. There's no more distractions with this team. It is just a team that is playing hockey, and that's all people are talking about. They're not talking about anything that's going on off the ice. We're not talking about Kobe being the captain and how Brown feels about it and blah, blah, blah. Like, none of that's happening anymore. <laughs> Kopitar sucks as a captain. and Yeah, like, there, there's none of that anymore. You know, you know, it's funny. In, a, in an interview Brown did, either the last game or the second, I think it was the last game, he said, listen, <clears throat> you know, going into the playoffs – um, we're looking at at our star players, like you know our first line players, like Kopi, like Carter, like Dowdy and Quick, and then you know doing their thing, and then the second secondary players like myself, um, coming in and just kind of doing what we always oh, after his four goals, you know, just kind of showing up. <laughs> Brown says Brown says secondary, he's a secondary player. Brown put himself as a secondary player, and and it kind of threw me the first second most I, goals on the team. But. I laughed because you're talking about a former captain. That led us to two Stanley Cups. Yet he's calling himself a secondary player. But um, stay in your lane. You know what? It's it it, it did kind of. After I thought about it, I was like, that took a lot of the ego out of this team. Like it's not about. It's all about the team. Yeah. And and there's sound bites that you give in the media, and sometimes you just get a kind of a glimpse at how this team looks at themselves. And I think that was one of those that really shocked me. Sounds like when, a captain move. Yeah, it was when someone said, "Hey, listen, it's not about me; it's about the team," and I'm I'm putting all the onus on you know the players that are doing well and kind of having their years and and just kind of giving props to Kopi and Carter and Dowdy and Quick. So, well, one yeah. of the interesting things I find about Brown is that he seems like he's a better captain now that he's not, not a captain. captain. Yeah, <laughs> he seems like I mean at least in the media and stuff like that, like what what we hear of Brown doing and saying and all that stuff. He seems like he is a better captain, or at least was a better captain than I gave him credit for all those years. You know years. what? It looks like he's having fun again. Oh, absolutely. And it's not not just because we saw them in the you know first 15, 20 games, but through the entire season, it just kind of like looks like they're having fun again, just yeah. playing yeah. hockey. Well, you got a coaching change that happened. And I feel like that that relieved a lot of pressure off of him. You mean Debbie Downer is not your head coach anymore? <laughs> um, we really miss the post games. The, the I post do, game, yeah. but you know, I'd rather win hockey games. <laughs> true. What would you say to the team after the game? Yeah, we Flight got our sound bites. We can always play back. That's true. <laughs> and we still get Chris every now and then. Yeah, yeah. we do. We do. That's- With us being in the in the Stanley Cup playoffs again, we get to the cup. Who is your Con Smythe winner? On the Kings, because we know you're picking the Preds to win, Dennis. Oh. Mm. Uh, Mike Fisher. No. <laughs> Does he even qualify to play in the playoffs and stuff? Yeah, he, yeah. He, re- he was he, he was signed way okay, before. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, who, Dennis, who are you picking as your con smite? If the Kings win? Yeah. Ugh, Pecker, I don't know. I don't know. That's a tough one. Tiny Pecker. Pecker. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's going to I think, I think it's going to be quick again. Quick. I, th- I think he's going to have to be the best goalie he can be, so I think it's going to be quick. Jordan? True daddy. True daddy. Yeah. I like it. Strong, a strong defense and a surprising amount of offense in the playoffs. Yeah. Hey, wait. Did we just start rapid fire all of a sudden? Yeah, I think we I did. I like this. Yeah. I like this. Without even announcing <laughs> a it. A natural rapid fire. All of a Jesus. segue. Good job, Michael. Yeah. James? Who's I, your consummate? I got nothing, so I'm going to go with Dowdy. Dowdy? <laughs> hey! No, I mean, it, it's going to... I think it's going to come down to that. I mean, we're going to have to go through the Knights. We're going to have to go through either San Jose and... 
and uh, or Dow- and, or the Ducks, right? Yep. Yep. So, and then we're gonna have to play Nashville. Yep. Because I think everybody's saying taking Nashville to. Oh least, yeah, if you're yeah. if you're making the Stanley Cup finals, to. you're you're going through Nashville. Yep. So 100%. you're playing three fast-paced forward uh, driving teams. So Nashville is terrifying. Yeah, I yep. mean they've got depth in their backups and their backups. Yeah, yeah. They so are. their ice crew has depth. Someone said today. <laughs> someone said today that they have players that are benched that would play on. The Avalanche, like their players. Well, would that's be, not so impressive, but no, it would be <laughs> players that are bench would be top liners on the Avalanche. Like so, top liners, yeah. They're if bench, they're playing against uh, alongside players, are going to be better than the teams that they're playing. Well, plus they have Carrie Underwood, so yeah, that's a, that's a win for all of us. <laughs> yeah, so it. I mean, they're going to have to play some shutdown hockey, um, and I and I think there's some holes when you get. When you get to the Eastern Conference, so uh, they're going to be able to play a little, little looser once they get to that uh, Stanley Cup Finals. But um, in the Western Conference, it's it's I mean it's going to be grinded out hockey. So it's going to have to come from the yeah. defense, and and it, and it just kind of falls on defense and goalie. So uh, quick's the obvious. So I like the Dowdy pick. Down. Yeah. I'm going with uh, Dustin Brown. Ooh, I like that. I really feel like he's going to be the Dustin Brown from the past where he's out there hammering people and still scoring goals. I feel I like, like this is his – I really feel like he, the playoffs, he's going to be proving himself because there's been a lot of people talking shit about him saying he's not you know, what he, what he used to play like. That was and in 13, 14, 15. He's though. also – Putting he up wasn't, career but, year. Well, you know, what happened What happened with Dustin Brown is the same thing that happened to Patrick Marlowe. You took the C away, and he could just play hockey again. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. Last season, obviously, there was still the whole – everybody was talking about it because it was fresh. But this season, that distraction is gone, and Dustin Brown has proven that he is still a top forward in the NHL that can put up points, that can make plays happen – and he's going to be a huge factor in the playoffs for the Kings. If they're getting to the finals, they're doing it with Dustin Brown at his best. Let me touch on that real quickly because a lot of people in media have been saying, you know, like Kings media have been saying like, oh, look at all the people that said Brown's getting overpaid and we should get rid of him and blah, blah, blah in years past. And I was one of them. First hey, hand, I will listen, admit, I when was a not a fan. Is all of the us, money, and he's every the, single one of us, and he's the captain, yeah. and he's making the money he's making, and he's scoring eleven goals a season. That is warranted. So coming yeah. back now, and and like, it's kind of shitty. It's kind of like getting in an accident, and being like, I wouldn't have done that if I were you, right? Yeah, it's, you can't, you can't Monday night, uh, Monday day quarterback this thing. You yeah. got, you no. got. I mean, for us to say, and all of us. I, and the few people in the media, they're like, hey, I bet you guys feel like idiots now saying we okay. shouldn't trade a Brown. The thing is, if any of those motherfuckers would have said that, no, Brown's making every cent, he's earning every cent that he's being paid, no, you're me. an idiot for right. saying that. So coming back He's earned now, it. He's earned it this, this year. This pissed me off this week because coming back now and saying like, oh, now what do you guys think? You didn't foresee it five years ago no. when he's scoring 11 goals. He still sucked. For three straight years. If yeah, anybody so. thinks that Dustin Brown earned his paycheck, yes, he may have got paid for past performance. But if you think he earned his paycheck the past three years, you're a moron. No, he Has earned, he it, earned this it this season. year. Oh, for Every sure. Every penny. Oh, this year. yeah. And more. And more. Grossly underpaid. Right? 
Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, going all the way up to the press box, there's there's a lot of people saying yeah. that. And I think it's ridiculous. Like, it is. You know what? Don't don't pull that shit because you're you're going after people that were just calling it like it was. Yeah, and, that's all we were doing. <laughs> and, I'll, and I said it and I'll stand up for it. I stopped wearing my brown jersey because I didn't feel like he was doing his part. So I'm glad. I'm so glad he's he's got a great season. He's a great player. He needed to get back to this. But to say that he wasn't, to say that he wasn't doing it, um, you know, in in 13 and and such, I, I think is bullshit. James got heated. Yeah, he got yeah. a little heated right there. No, I'm take glad, a drink. I'm glad this you is... said that. And you had quick rapid fire, so it's your turn. Yeah, no, we're we're doing rapid fire right now. Okay, yep. <laughs> I had to get that out because you did. You did. it happened this week, and I was just leveled by it. All right. Who's going to score the most goals against the Knights? Who's who's scoring the most who's goals? The I'm going to say that too because I didn't think of questions. Damn it! So much shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with uh, I'm going with number 77, Jeff Carter. Yep, Jeff Carter. Yep, easy answer. Yep, easy answer, right. Jeff Carter. Jordan, you got a question? Uh, yeah, that was mine. You got another one? I don't. We said at, four at the Asshole. moment. <laughs> I got one. What is it? And it's for Dennis. Okay. How many penalty minutes does Jonathan Quick get? Two. Two in Two. the in the whole playoff series in the whole playoff series, wow! And it'll be in the second round. Wait, ooh, wow! Oh Again, yeah, California. I can see that foreshadowing. Yeah. I see it. I can see it. I like it. Okay, so are you counting that towards your twenty minutes that you projected? You kind of stealing one of mine. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Timothy, you got one. Do I got one? No. You don't have another question. Did I come up with all the rapid fire questions? Maybe. All well, right. some of us were at work. <laughs> I was at work. I did this at lunch. <laughs> Sorry, some of us had to work while okay. we were on lunch. Okay. So who do the Kings play in the second round? San Jose. Ducks. San Jose. I'm Ducks thinking, in seven. I'm thinking San Jose. I've heard a lot of people calling the Ducks. Ducks in seven. A lot of people I are questioning San Jose. I do not see the Ducks winning because they are without Cam Fowler, and that's a huge hit on them. All right, I got one for James. Yeah. Are you counting playoff goals towards your bold prediction of three players with 30 goals? Damn you. <laughs> <laughs> you better fucking believe it. All right. Now I got one for uh, okay. Jordan and Timony. Now, uh, do we allow it? Yeah, I allow it because we're back in the playoffs. I allow it. I'm saying I allow because I'm counting my two, <laughs> two penalty minutes towards quick. Yeah, I, I allow it. So I think we have to. Yeah. yeah. I will say Old, this. Only because Brown scored four goals in one game to get him to 28. Yeah, that's so we're impressive. looking at we're looking at how many. I mean, they're at at mid nineties and uh, I'm sorry, mid eighties with the top three goal scorers. So I'm pretty happy with where this team turned out um, as far as the top three goal scorers because we, although we didn't get three thirty goal scoring uh, um, players, it's it, entirely possible it, through the playoffs. It's no, but it's pretty close. I mean, these are these are goals that I made for our team to get to the playoffs. And we got pretty close on almost all of them. So yeah, what is it? Thirty-five for Kopitar, twenty-eight, 28 for Brown, and twenty-four, and 24. for Foley. Yeah. Okay, it's so all not, entirely possible. I got one. Most uh, most time on the ice. Who's getting it? Drew Doughty. 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 Hundred percent. Easy. Yeah. I was gonna say Clifford. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go with quick. <laughs> 60 minutes in your face. In your face. Okay, no, another no. one. Another one. For for this first series, how many games going to overtime? Ooh. Two. Two? One. Two. James, one. one. Jordan, zero. Zero? 
I'm saying one, and it, I think it's tomorrow. First game? I guess I first agree. game. I agree. I don't hate that. It's either going to be a blowout one way or the other, or it's going to be overtime. It's not yeah. going to be – I don't think it's going to be one of those games that's like a, a fairly even game, but somebody wins it in okay. regulation. Got another one for you. Oh, here we go. All right. Who wins the series and in how many games? Dennis. Oh, it's Kings and Six. Kings and Six. Kings and Six. Kings and Five. I'm going Kings and Five. Kings wow. and Five. Split yeah. down the middle. Well, Where's side, the loss? This Where's side the over loss? here living Let's in reality. Down. I, the loss is going to come tomorrow in overtime because I feel like with Vegas. And then Vegas, the sweep? Ooh. Yeah. Reverse? Hot take. I Well, I just feel like with tomorrow being the first ever playoff game in Vegas, they're going to have there there's going to be a huge huge hype tomorrow. It the place is going to be nuts tomorrow. No way. Loss is Friday. Friday? Yeah, they're going to so Vegas is going to be so hyped they're not going to know how to handle their own sticks. Vegas is going to have a hard time kind of I think wrapping their head around this. Their fans are going to be nuts. They're not going to know when to cheer, when not to cheer. It's going to be crazy. Um and and the Kings are just going to settle in, right? Vegas is going to get their feet wet. They're gonna feel it out. They're gonna have that Get home advantage wet. on the on the second game, and uh, that's where that loss is gonna happen. Get their wood wet. Where are your losses happening? That's tough to call on two is, yeah. two losses. Yeah, one loss. I got one it. one each. Hold I got one. it. Okay, so we're gonna win the first two games in Vegas. Okay, and then Ooh. they're they're gonna go get shit housed. In Vegas, after they win the second one, and be super stoked about it, and then they're gonna lose their first one in LA. Okay. And then they're going to win their second one in LA, and then they're going to lose in Vegas. Is that correct? Is I'm that, so confused. Is, is that the right amount of games? I don't know. So you said Vegas is going to win the first two. No, we're we're going to win. The oh, first we're going to win the first we're, two. Yeah. We're so we're, they're going to lose game three. Kings are going to lose game three. Um, Kings and then win lose, game four. And Kings lose, will lose game, five. game three and five. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So then we'll win it at home. At home, game six. Okay. Perfect. Fair enough. I like it. I'm into it. Okay. On the other side of the map, who do you worst fear minus Penguins? Washington Capitals. <clears throat> really? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. They're, they're a worse team than they were last year, and they choked it up. I'm worried about the Bruins. <clears throat> no. I'm going to tell you. What are you saying? Tampa? Toronto. I have Toronto beating Tampa. So you have Toronto beating Boston and then beating Tampa, Tampa. to go to the Eastern Conference yeah, Finals. And, and if anybody's wow. going to have that biggest upset, I think it's going to be Toronto taking out the Penguins. But I didn't put that in there because my family would disown me back in Pittsburgh. So I kept the Penguins going to the finals just to keep family relations up. But honestly... How many of those people are going to be looking at your bracket? All of them. Oh, we're going to. Yeah, no, we've already talked. So, all right, Dennis. So, who do you fear most in the East? Tampa. Tampa. So, Bruins. Bruins. Toronto. Toronto. Capitals. And you're saying Tampa. Wow, we're Tampa. all all four that. different. I do think I like the that. most entertaining, at least for us Kings fans, the most entertaining Stanley Cup final would be Kings Bruins. I think that'd be entertaining as all hell. I think it would be the Caps. Our no. eight versus their eight, shutting them down. Not, the Caps it. are never making it that far. Yeah, we've seen it, though. I mean, but that's the thing. The Caps, like, yes, the Caps did not do as well this season. And 
they they're not being highlighted like as president's trophy, the top team, and yada yada yada. Well, yeah, they still won it, but I'm just saying there's not there's not as much talk about them like we've seen in years past, and I really feel like Ovechkin's gotten to that point where he's like, all right, mother effers, let's do it. They're, but they're let's like, let's go. They're like, I don't think like he, he's been that way the last couple can't, of years. He can't pull it off because he's too much of a puck hog. He, he's got to be a team he's, player yeah, to be able to pull all, it off. He's hanging him, out in the back end and just cherry picking. So, his, so him, is, him being the mother effers, let's go, is we shut, what loses in the playoffs. We shut Ovechkin down. I know. That's season. why I want to play them. <laughs> so well, we can I mean, win the cup. <laughs> but no, we said the most feared. Like, who do you most fear from the East? And and that wouldn't be. I mean, Washington. I, I really, I really do fear Washington. No, I really do. I'm not. I'm not saying. I've got a good buddy. They're at questioning work. which goalie they should start. They don't even know their number one no, goalie, and it's not Grubauer. because they're. I would too. Grubauer's okay. taking the game one. Okay. Guaranteed. That should show something about their no, team. No, he is. Yeah, guaranteed. It's been announced. Grubauer's. Oh, I haven't heard yet. Oh, that's no, yeah, yeah. No, that's I've, true. I've, I've, I've that should a, show something right there. A huge, yeah, that's true. I didn't hear any of that. Yeah, they they were questioning like. Should it be Holpe? Should it be Grubauer? If the fact that they're starting Grubauer game one, come all right, on. then I'm, I'm Grubauer changing. did much better in the season. He I don't think did. that says anything about it. I think Grubauer is a better goalie at this point. All right, I'm I'm changing Stats my stats. Show that I didn't hear any of this crap. <laughs> Who's so, it now? I'm changing it, and I'm gonna say, say the Devils. I dare you. <laughs> no. Taylor Hall. Taylor, no. Fuck everybody's talking about Taylor Hall for MVP. The New Jersey Taylor Hall. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I would sick of that. I would say probably, I would no. probably agree with you, James. Maybe Toronto. Toronto they're if Toronto can make it that far. They're mm, pretty I don't no. think so. I mean, I don't have them going I have them beating Boston in my bracket, but I don't have them beating whoever they would play up next. I don't really fear Tampa, and that's because I just keep thinking back to the All Star, the All Star game, and the goalie was just crap. Like, how many goals did he let in? Like, granted, yes, it's three on three. Yeah, who? It's that's yeah. I look at I look at what uh, Kutrov and I mean Stamkos. That line together. is terrifying. Absolutely yes. terrifying. And Stamkos, Stamkos yeah. is healthy. If he's healthy, yeah, he's. But that's the out. thing. You stop that line, and what do they have? Yeah, but the thing is, can you stop that line? Yeah, we can. Our defense we is amazing. Didn't. We didn't though this season. But they walked all over us. It's so playoffs. That's one. It's true. But that's why I say they're scary. Remember when we were the eighth seed and we won the Stanley Cup? Yeah, but that's why you asked me who I scared the most. Toronto, you got Austin Matthews and Nylander in the in the first line. Then you got Marlowe, Kadri, and and Marner in the second line. Forty year old Patrick Marlowe, but can still put the puck in the net. Right. No problem. Right, which is doing great. And Kadri's a shutdown center, so um, I give it to him. Then you have Van Ream's dick on the third line dick. running that. I love that you call him Van Ream's dick. Yeah, because I don't speak Canada. So Hey, fuck you, buddy. JVR's American. <laughs> and then their defense. He played on Team USA. <laughs> so their defense is... Semantics. <laughs> he does... He, you he say is, tomato, James, I say but, tomato, you know. I say Van right. Ream's dyke, you say Van Ream's dick. Oh, that, I've got a I've got a quick fire. Ooh, oh, or a rapid a fire. fire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or someone a rapid woke, fire. Someone woke up. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so you're you're in Vegas, or let's just say Reno, just because fuck Vegas. I'm putting right it now. on number twenty six. Oh, <laughs> I thought we were playing roulette. No, sorry. Um, how much money do you bet on the Kings to win the Stanley Cup right now? Are you talking about the hundred dollar ticket I have in my closet right now? I've I've <laughs> got a twenty on it. Yeah. When did you put that in? Start of the season. Same. Yeah. Twenty six hundred dollars. 
That's good. It pays. Yeah. That's good. Sounds about right. Uh, no, but no, but new but equipment for the studio. <laughs> <laughs> what did the the Kings have like a eleven percent chance to win the cup or something like that? I yeah, it's probably to, better to put that money down now. I, I would put less a chance. I would put a hundred. I'll down. tell you what. <laughs> had you put a hundred dollars at the five hundred to one odds on Vegas Golden Knights. Wow. That wouldn't have been a bad bet. <laughs> 20 bucks would have been. Yeah, 20 bucks would have been nice. Yeah. yeah. No, but seriously, how much money would you put on the Kings? Like, So this is going to tell you how serious we think we are about I don't, the Kings winning I don't the really Cup. bet. The fact that I bet James 50 bucks at the beginning of the season was peer pressure totally. So Okay. Uh, well, I'm peer pressuring <laughs> you do that to give more me often. an answer. <laughs> I mean, based, I owe you 50 bucks, by the based way. on the fact that I don't really have a whole lot of money, I'd still put $100 down okay. for them Easily. to win. I'd... I'd I double what I've already put down. I, I mean, I would I would put a serious amount of money on the Kings to win this year. I I feel like I, all the haters are just just amping me up. And I feel like we're the underdogs. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And gotta, the Kings gotta, love that because you don't answer. have the pressure. I got a Go. split answer. I probably put like seventy five bucks down <laughs> right now, but if they make it past the first round, I probably put two hundred bucks down. I like our why, chances. Why are you worried about the first round? Because I think, honestly, until we get to the Stanley Cup Finals, that is going to be one of the toughest rounds to get out of. Once we find our flow, I think getting through Nashville is, while it's going to be is very difficult, I think getting past the Knights and past all the bullshit that's coming with it, I think shows a lot about the team. I, and I'll tell Let you what. Let me ask you this. If, if we would have beat the Dallas Stars 4-2 to two instead of losing 2-4, to four, would you change your answer? No. I wouldn't change mine because no. I honestly think we lost that game on purpose. But I don't think we lost it on purpose. I don't. I don't. I don't know think we of... lost it in that fashion on purpose. You know, let me tell you, fucking natural hat trick in the first period. I'm strong with where we're at, and I'm strong with you know the Kings in five in the first round. I don't think there's an easy round this year. There's not. No matter who we have, no. like no. where we're at now, who we have to play next, who we have to play after, and then who we have to play in the finals. There's not an easy competition. It's it is a strong year. I think in the it, NHL, and and it's gonna be a fight to to win. Whoever wins, they're gonna earn it. This I year. think the the toughest the toughest matchup is gonna be if Nashville makes it to the Western Conference Finals. Whoever if if they to, they sorry. get there, it's the playoffs. It's always if. I don't know. Winnipeg's uh, a little scary. Speaking of that, no. speaking of the if, where's the upset? Who upsets? In the playoffs, <laughs> I, I Winnipeg. Want... <laughs> Winnipeg could be the big upset. No, Winnipeg's favored. Winnipeg's over the favored, Preds? No, Winnipeg's favorite over the Wild. No, I'm saying, oh, yeah, of course they are. Over the Preds. Well, let's just say first round. First round, is there going to be an upset? Ducks upsetting the Sharks. So I think Sharks are favored. Are they? Probably with Cam Fowler being out. I, yeah, I think, I think the are. Sharks yeah. are favored. The other one I think would be probably Toronto would be an upset. Is Fowler out? He's out. He's, he's out. For, he's, he's out, out for, for the first round, I he's, believe. He's got like a broken he, he, there's bone a chance. There's a chance he comes back because he's out. I what think, they say, four to six weeks or something like that. Yeah, no, they, it was something like super. Like it was like two to eight weeks or something like that. It's like no, it's the there's a chance he's back uh, by mid second round. I think is what they said. Oh, okay. So he's so he's out of the first round. Yeah, he's out, and of the first that's round. your best defenseman. Now you're riding on Boschman, who's old as shit. So how, how old is shit though? It's been around for a long time. Okay. So who's your okay. who's your upset in the first round? Go to James. Go, James. I mean, you're already picking Toronto to go pretty pretty deep. So are you going to say Toronto over Boston? I guess if you're going to call that an upset, yeah. I, I mean, 
The other one that I'm going to say, I didn't put it on my bracket, but I'm scared as shit of it is Philly Pittsburgh. Like, I got oh, Philly, baby. Be, that's my pick. Philly be, over that'd Pittsburgh. That'd be a good upset. I'd love to see that. I, I, I think Philly's going to do it. I really do. I, I, got, I got a ton of family in Pittsburgh, so I can't say it. But <laughs> here, I'll <laughs> say it for you. I can. Philly is going to yeah. upset Pittsburgh. I don't think you're wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> so if there's going to be an upset, um, come on, Wayne Simmons. I, I'll tell you what, uh, they're just riding is, a, they're yeah. riding a high right now. They're, they're on it. They're on one. Yeah. And if anybody's going to, I mean, the, the Philly style of hockey versus the Pittsburgh style of hockey is completely different. And, and if they can bait Pittsburgh and, and throw them off. Well, one involves a lot of tears and the other one doesn't. So I'm going to pick the one that doesn't. You know, and and for the players that are West Philadelphia born and raised, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be in the um, ice rink where I spent most of my days. <laughs> I was trying to drop that subtly, but no, I, I yeah, that's that's right. the one. It's, if, it's a good one. I really, I truly believe that Philly's gonna upset Pittsburgh. My problem with that if it happens, is it happens in seven. Is oh then, for sure, and those games are gonna be one goal. Oh games. man, you're, that's gonna be an exciting series to watch. You're gonna have Philly fans now saying that they won the Wayne Simmons trade. So if they cool, I agree. <laughs> hey, remember when we won two Stanley Cups? I'm just I know, saying, with Mike Richards, I don't agree so, yeah, with okay. it, but. I don't care that what they trade, say. That trade, getting rid of Wayne Simmons, yeah, it sucked because Wayne Simmons. Was I great, love Wayne Simmons, but that was a great trade. He's yeah. he's he's one of my one of the players I I hate losing the most. Yeah, out of all the trades we made, Are you sure it wasn't Nick Shore? <laughs> all right, moving Jordan. on, Jordan. <laughs> Who's your upset? Just pick one. <laughs> Jordan's just, like Kings over in. Knights. <laughs> <laughs> It would be an upset. I'll tell you what, to the, the rest of the world, it would be the biggest upset. Um, I, I'm going to say, and I don't really think it's that much of an upset, but Blue Jackets over Capitals. I like it. Yeah, That's I could see definitely it. Definitely possible. Because yeah. because if the Blue Jackets do not get past the first round, John Tortorella is looking for a job in a couple weeks. Probably. Wouldn't doubt it. He could be on like Jerry Springer as like a bouncer or well, something. Well, I was going to say, I heard uh, the Rangers are hiring, so. <laughs> ouch, ouch. <laughs> Too soon. Nope. <laughs> All right, so with the playoffs, should we go over our brackets on who we picked? I still have one more rapid-fire question. Ooh, Ooh. And it's for you, Timony. Ooh, it's for me. It's specifically for you. That's super rapid because it's person specific. And I'm the drunk. All right, you ready for this? <laughs> I am very ready you for this. think long and hard about this one. Hey, hmm. Does Muzzin have more combined hits and points or giveaways in the playoffs? Oh, that's easy. He's going to have more hits and points than giveaways. Okay. Because yeah. he's not, if he's on the ice for all 60 minutes, and then it's a close call. <laughs> but he's not. I mean, yeah, he's dead. Muzzin's going to be. Muzzin's going to be beneficial. And I, I, I said it last week. We're not going far in the playoffs without Muzzin. We're, it's just not going to happen. You need him out there because he is making the big hits out there. Now, he does make a lot of poor choices with the puck. I feel like when he's in the defensive zone, he panics a lot, especially when he's facing the boards and his backs to, you know, the rest of the ice. He panics a little, and then he looks up and forgets the puck's there, and he'll flub on a pass or something like that. But the Kings aren't going to get very far without Muzzin, and I really, really hope he's in the game tomorrow. But I don't want them to put him in if he's still somewhat hurt. 
Like, I want them to be like, yes, you are 100%. I don't want him 98%. I don't think he's coming back unless it's... He, he's, he's definitely he's coming back before he's 100%. Yeah. He, that's the way it's going to go. It's playoffs. I don't think you're going to get 100% think, Jake yeah, Muzzin. I don't think you do that. What about like 92%? No. He said he wouldn't do it at 96. No, I said 98. 98. I was listening. Muzzin. <laughs> no, because that's the thing. It's like... Other teams know he, he's hurt. So if he's not 100%, then you got Ryan Reeves going after him. And then we all know he's one of the biggest tools in the NHL. And he's going to – I mean, Ryan Reeves is basically going to be out on the ice trying to hurt one of our players, one of our stars. He's going to be out there trying to go after Kopi, Doughty. If Muzzin plays, he's going to try to go after Muzzin. That's just how he's going to play. Do you think they actually call him for that and give him a game if he's trying to intentionally injure yeah, because so. I, I mean, because of who he is, he's Ryan Reeves. He's a, a repeat of offender. Yeah, yeah, he's a repeat offender. I mean, look what happened a couple of years ago when Seabrook swung his stick and whacked Carter in the face. He got suspended for, I think it was one game, one or two games for that, for that blatant just whack to the face. Mm-hmm. So that's Seabrook. Like Seabrook is, I feel like a clean player. Doesn't really cause any crap. He's, but he's gotten suspended, but I think it's more like. But Ryan Reeves is known for it. Shit. Like yeah. Ryan Reeves is going to see, you know, Kopi on the other end of the ice, and he's going to go after him regardless. It doesn't matter and I don't if he has the puck or not. I don't think we have to worry about Seabrook. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah, no. We don't have to worry about a lot of Blackhawks. <laughs> Patrick Kane. Or... Good insight, James. That's yeah, great yeah. insight. So Panarin, though. Well, we're, he's a. We're through. We're through our Redman. quick fire. So let's let's talk about our brackets. I, you know what, this is, is are we going to have this out? We're going to have this out before the brackets go out, so. Oh, God. I don't know, are we, James? We are. <laughs> yeah, because I'm editing this week. <laughs> Hold off on that. We'll put our brackets out. I think once once the, the, the bracket challenge shuts down and locks up, we will post all of our brackets up. I think that's a good idea. That's probably a good choice because we're over an hour already, so. <laughs> yeah. Um. Real quickly, I want to kind of touch on what the whole hockey community has touched on, and I think it's important that we talk about it um, and uh, and share just kind of our thoughts. But um, with the tragedy happening Friday night um, in Humboldt or for the Humboldt Broncos, oh yep, um, yep. everybody has kind of uh, everybody kind of knows at this point what it is. Um, we talked about it last week, uh, you know, and and being dads and um, families. Every day, put their kids on buses, mm-hmm. um, you know, hoping they have fun, hoping that, you know, they they do a good job and and they give their all, um, or they're going to a a, a school uh, event, you know, going to a field trip or something. But you never expect to hear the news that families heard um, this past weekend. So, uh, with that tragedy, um, with fourteen people have passed, and all the people that were injured, um, I think it's important to at least share our thoughts on um, not just the NHL has done, but the hockey community in whole. Um, I think it's really important for us to uh, just kind of give a moment to that. Definitely. It, it, it's tough for me with three boys that I want to play hockey. <laughs> um, so there's, there's a lot of things happening. Everybody, I'm just, I'm blown away at what's happened. Like the, Winnipeg Chicago game. Everybody's nameplate said Broncos for the game. The whole game. That was yeah, awesome. They, they, I mean, w- everybody... within like less than twenty four hours notice too. It's, it was. It was like okay, we're doing that. Done. Yeah, the rain goals. Um, they also did something for them. 
Um, every everybody's done something, and the LA Kings um, with Kings Care Foundation, the fifty fifty was donated um, to one hundred percent to help um, yep. the fund there. the The GoFundMe um, the goal was four million. It's currently over eight million dollars. Wow! So if you amazing. go to lakings.com backslash Humboldt. Um, you'll you'll be redirected to that GoFundMe page. Well, plus all the different clothing companies. You have Violent Gentlemen, uh, Barstool Sports did a shirt. I think Bring Hockey Back did a shirt. All yeah. the proceeds going to the families. So, so I stopped into Violent Gentlemen today to pick us up all shirts, you know, so we could wear it tonight. Um, and um, you know, they're they're a local company. They you know they favor the Ducks. Obviously, they're they're ducks territory. Obviously, unfortunately, whatever. Um, <laughs> but I mean, they they cover team. They have teams for every. Uh, they have shirts for every team. Absolutely, um, they're hockey that, fans. Uh, yeah, I went in there because shipping was kind of high, so I was like, they're down the street. I'm gonna go pick them up, and uh, they they couldn't take my order because they were so backlogged. Because thousands of people have bought their Humboldt shirt, and all those proceeds go go right? straight to yeah, yeah the the relief fund so um that was that was amazing to hear and and we'll have shirts next week i'll, I'll go pick them up i think one of the but. coolest things that we're seeing as well is everybody's putting their hockey sticks outside yeah, yeah. outside out tonight all, all out on the porch so that and another thing that's been just crazy you know because you hear this accident and yes it's a junior hockey team but you know they're athletes and you never think something like this could happen to athletes. Like, no, all their equipment, all the the way they travel, everything's it's perfect for them. Nothing bad ever happens, you know. And one of the pictures that surf uh, surfaced up was a broken copy of Slapshot that was just in the mud from where the crash happened, and that just shows you that this team, the Broncos, they loved hockey. They it was breakfast, lunch, and dinner for them. That's that's what they loved. The picture they show of the team is everybody's hair is dyed blonde. I mean, the team unity that that's built. Uh, you could only wish that your kids are part of something like that yeah. and, and give everything they have to something like that. And so, um, for all of us here, it's it's a tragedy that that's not going to get lost in in the the shuffle of the playoffs. Um, I, I urge everybody in our community to continue to support that. If you haven't donated, go do it tonight. Uh, when you hear this podcast, um, put your sticks out, take a picture, put it up because buy a shirt, you know, yeah, do, yeah. do what you can. It, it, the money goes there. Wear the shirt. If, if, I mean, if nothing else, Humboldt, it stands out. Uh, and if someone asks you about it, share it with them because, um, the more people know about it, I it just um, I feel like the respect. We talked about Vegas Golden Knights last last week, and and the banner going up, and and that legacy that those parents get to at least come back to and see. Um, you know, uh, someone seeing pictures of sticks out on the porch uh, when you lost your child. Um, yeah, I I think is important. Yeah. So do what you can. Um, help uh help the 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 grieving process in the hockey community and and i'll just end it with that you guys have anything i think you got it man you nailed it all right so that being said we will have we'll represent our humboldt shirts i'll probably wear it under my dustin brown jersey come playoff <laughs> time because i'll be waving a flag Woo! michael timmy's got a headset on at the games mm-hmm. we have a new recruit we do uh, the call's been made. I think Jordan Heckman what? might just be waving flags. 
And I'm just saying, Jordan, you at, at least a flag. You better you better step your game up because James. I've I been mean, doing arm workouts ever since I found out. The minute I told them when they asked me, "Do I have somebody that wants to come wave the flags?" I did not even hesitate. I said, "I got a guy," and I guarantee you, if Jess was in the middle of labor, he would have left <laughs> to come and wave a flag. Like if she was pushing. And I called him. He'd be like, yeah, give me 15. <laughs> and he would be there. It's an hour drive, but I'll be there in 15. <laughs> <laughs> so They got helos at, at hospitals. When, when I was on the ice crew waving the flags, I got all kinds of compliments on my flag waving. I was super intense because it's playoff hockey, and I felt like if I was waving the flag like crazy, I was doing something that helped the team win. So when James showed up, James got it. I mean, it was like... It's like I never left. I was so proud. I looked over and I was like, hell yeah, that's the guy I picked. That's the guy I called. So, Jordan, I swear to you. <laughs> I will cut your come, balls off. <laughs> come game three. Sorry. Come game three. If your flag is not in the shape of a U, every, <laughs> every transition, like James makes it do, you're fired. Yeah. You you have to uphold the Timony Whitlock standard. So what you're saying with great power comes great, great responsibility. responsibility. Yeah, okay. yeah. Basically, Perfect. that's right. what we're saying. Great flagability. Yeah. No, it's it's exciting <laughs> that you're uh, you're going to be there. You're going to get to see some awesome hockey. It's going to be a great series. I really I really feel like our our series is one of the top ones to watch. Oh, no. This is the series of the first round to watch. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, it happens later at night, so the East Coast still is going to check out. Yeah, and, they're only going to check care the about scores the, in the morning. Yeah, they shouldn't. The Pennsylvania games. No, I agree games. with you. I agree with you. <laughs> That's all they care about is the Pennsylvania games. And it's Dennis over. is in. If we can get some Saturday games, yeah, yeah. If there's a spot on a Saturday, I'm there. Scheduling permitted. Uh, we'll we'll have you in. Uh, if if uh, if there's an opening, I'll definitely, definitely. put your name in. Yeah. So yeah, Thanks, guys. we're going to be representing guys at the playoffs. And if we have anything to do with it, that energy is going to be there. Oh, man. I'm just really excited to break out my King's Realm Speedo for this. <laughs> and Dennis, you're in. <laughs> I forgot you had that. <laughs> do you really? I'm surprised you no. knew about it, Dennis. <laughs> he sent well, me a picture. Shame on you. Those FaceTime calls late at night. <laughs> I mean, Michael, I'm glad we're brothers. We've yeah. been to Palm Springs together a few times. So, so. <laughs> I'm just saying, what are we... Do we have a... <laughs> we lost James. We lost him. What? Um, <laughs> Jesus. I was going to say because it's hot, but. What, we don't really have a player that has like something like, you know, with Penner, you know, we had pancakes, but we don't have that if there's we like a big. Denny's at like 12 in the morning to go and order pancakes. We actually cut 25 out of the pancakes. And put <laughs> what? Whipped cream in the middle? Yeah. And ate it? It was amazing. This is like the fifth week Timmy's been on as like a regular. It's like the fourth time we've heard that story. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, no this... way. We've yeah. never told that story. Uh, yeah, anyway, you and you've been on yeah. this podcast for like six years, and this is the first time you haven't looked at your iPad to read something. Hey, we've never told that story. Actually, you have. We have. I, I know we have, but it's just <laughs> exciting to me. I might have cut it out of one of the other shows. Maybe that's why you don't remember is because you were too wasted I, yeah, to just, remember. Well, I just listened to the shows and tried oh, to figure out what I said. Here's a here's <laughs> a question. Are we going to do a uh uh Kings Realm Pod um playoff beard, a beardathon? I lose. So <laughs> so loses. I'm pulling off a brownie right now. It's still a beard. 
ish. I'm, I'm hoping beardish. Sta- I'm hoping playoffs double comes in. Like it comes into fashion. That that would. Well, I you would got be in you for got that. a mustache going. I got the goatee going. Yeah, you but. got. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> the Guy Fieri. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, when we make it to the Stanley Cup final, I wish I had my hair. my beard is looking like a Dustin Penner slash Muzzin. It's just a mess. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It just is out of control. And no, that, I'm doing it. I'm I'm not gonna. Shave. Should Should we do a beardathon? Pending work responsibilities, I'm in. I mean. I'm in. Like if they tell me to shave it, I'll go. He had no. You're you're in the hockey world. Like they will well, never my, tell you. My other jobs. Oh, they're not as important. I know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, his stripper job. <laughs> <laughs> they, they like the roughage between. Oh, their they legs. they want him to shave other places. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Got yeah. it. When your when your playoff beard comes out the bottom of your shorts. <laughs> Wrong beard. Wow. So yes, no. What are we doing? Yeah. Done. Sure. My wife's gonna hate this. Are you you're in? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we'll, we'll we make talk, one. When we when you said we're in, are we are we putting money on this? Well, we we make one and people can donate to our beardathon. Where's the money gonna go? King's care. Echoes of hope. That I have to look up because it's through the NHL. Oh, there's a thing. So I I think you pick your favorite team. So I. I think maybe based off of whatever team you pick, it goes to their foundation. So it might all go to the King's Care. Or it might go to whatever the NHL's main charity is. I didn't know it was official. We're going to go official, guys. Woo! For once. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you just go on. If they're, if they're doing it, normally they do it every year. Yeah, okay, do. here's this. If we're going to do this. Yeah. I would challenge all of you to match your donations. Whatever donations you get, you have to match. No. Oh, okay. Just putting it out there. Sounds expensive. Yeah. <laughs> How many uh, listeners do we get? <laughs> oh, I'm go. I'm going to everybody I know. To Honestly, get. at this point of the show, we've lost everyone. We're, we're down to two. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. probably one Most two of, of us. Dennis's truck, yeah. Yeah. Everybody vote, vote for Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> You vote for other people, so yeah. you have to fucking match it. Exactly. <laughs> when you see us at game three and four, give us a high five. Give us a shout. High five. Make sure you are loud. Do not be silent at all at these games. If you're going to Vegas, then be loud. We want to hear Go Kings Go chants. We want you to take over that building. Make them regret even... Becoming a franchise. And whatever you do, don't approach playoff Michael Timoney. Don't approach. <laughs> you can't even approach regular season Michael Timoney. Yeah. He's in the zone. Yeah, Auto that, zone. That, that you just get ignored. But playoff. This episode brought to you by Auto Zone. Playoff <laughs> series. And living spaces. Stan Hope. <laughs> Stan Hope. No, but seriously, if I if you ever do run into me at a game, I'm not ignoring you. I promise. I'm just just put your hand up. You, and you he'll might have to you. physically run into him to get his attention. Yeah, but. I'm sprinting all over the place now. Playoffs is a little bit more chill for me. You think you'd be in better shape? Ouch! <laughs> no, we've got elevators <laughs> and escalators. Ones that work. Yes, <laughs> so you, you don't get, get stuck. stuck in them. <laughs> but yeah, if you see me, I'll try to say hi. But just know I've got a headset on with. Millions of voices going on in my head, and 
and you <laughs> not through the headset. See a doctor, and then they have all the voices coming through the headset. Yeah. On top of that, exactly. No, but I'm not. I'm not ignoring you. I appreciate you trying to get my attention. Don't think I'm trying to be a dick or anything. It's just I'm very, very focused on my work. That's all. I'm you sound like a good employee. Oh, dude, that's that's the dream. Is working there. This is a dream job. I mean, I, dude, I haven't paid for a game in ten years. That's awesome. And I've got to hoist the Stanley Cup. Sounds like someone's <laughs> gloating. Sorry, Jeremy Roenick. I didn't. You didn't. Ouch. <laughs> Which well, is crazy. It I think we should mind. end it on that great note. We should. The fact that One, someone in this room has hosted the Stanley Cup and Jeremy Roenick hasn't. I think that's fantastic. <laughs> great way to end the show. JR, we'd love to have you on the show. Yeah. <laughs> We can compare our Stanley Cup pictures. Just <laughs> don't record your segment from your bed. <laughs> or don't make us do it. <laughs> Dennis. So be sure to check out those guys over there at Guys in Short Sports Los Angeles. Just I don't. heard they might have some Kings Rome guys on this week. Mm, it's it's a rumor. That is a rumor. Just don't follow them on Twitter. No, please don't. But follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Get on our Instagram. In MySpace. This guy over here. Get on the Instagram. We need followers. We've got great stuff going up. You're going to see some cool pictures. Behind the scenes type stuff. I might even get a, I might even get a video of James waving the flag so you guys can just see the madness. And then I'll pan over to Jordan, who's probably going to be sweating bullets, having <laughs> trouble keeping up with James. What do I do? <laughs> Jordan, just know. Whenever James waves the flag, you wave the flag. Twice as That's hard. That's your cue. Twice as hard. Yes. Good That's luck. What, That's what she said. All, All right. right. So, yeah. Twitter and Instagram, at Kings Realm Pod. Do it. Do it. Be sure to follow us on SoundCloud, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can even use your um, your Echo device, your Amazon Echo device. Oh, really? How do you do that? Huh. Uh, just set up MyCast. Uh, and on your as your one of your apps, and then you can say open mycast and search King's Realm podcast. Oh, uh, that works! Nice. I've listened to it. That's pretty wow. neat. Wow. Um, just to let you know, is it in the Alexa voice the whole time? <laughs> no, that would be pretty <laughs> awesome. Okay. Uh, I, I I did have a confirmation from Ben um, that he did not give us the two star review. He said he would have given us three. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Yeah. That is a very Ben move. Yeah. 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 He, he comments every week about how much he loves the show and the things he loves about it. And he would give us a three-star review. He's one of those saying, guys that does the surveys like, I never give perfect scores. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. I was 100% satisfied, but you get a five. He would give his own show a three-star. Yeah. <laughs> one out of 10, you get a five. Hey, as long as we're getting a star, that's all I care about. He, say, he would say, you know, that Ben guy could give a little more. <laughs> and that's why you need to check them out because you get stuff like that because that is exactly what he would do <laughs> we got anything else we're done close that's us it. out Dennis alright oh do you guys want to talk about I'm just kidding for James Whitlock the asshole Jordan Heckman <laughs> Michael <laughs> Timoney Woo! I am Dennis Wilson saying go Kings go go Kings go go Kings go Lord Stanley Playoffs, last word. Suck my balls.